Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a bonus Saturday episode of the Quickie Podcast. I have talked a little bit about the Simply Profitable Design Summit that I am taking part in from March 23rd to 27th. It is a free online design summit, no risk of this event being canceled. And I thought, you know what, I want to share with you some of these other speakers. I'm going to be there talking about print and an introduction to print and how to get started with print design. But there's other speakers there that are talking about how to get clients more easily, how to, how to have it feel more natural. Speakers talking about how to avoid living client to client, you know, how to keep people in your system. There's people talking about the differences between agencies and just having help in your little design freelance business. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's all kinds of great talks at this event, over 30 speakers Speaking at this, 30 experts in their own little design niche, giving you information from like beginner skill level to intermediate skill level to like experts. You've been in the design game for a long time. So this is amazing. And if you haven't picked up your free ticket yet, go to summit.davetalksprint.com and get your free ticket for this event. It's going to be awesome. So during these bonus episodes, I am going to have just a short conversation with some of these speakers and you're going to hear what they are all about, what their talks are all about and that sort of thing. So in this episode, I'm chatting with Melanie, who's the founder of My Billy Designs. Uh, I then talk to Alex, who is the uh, routine creative and also runs the brand mentor community. And then I'm talking to Brandy, who is the owner and chief alchemist at Alchemy and AIM, which is a agency. And she shares what her talk is all about. So let's get to these interviews where you get to meet some of these speakers and hear a little bit more about them and what they're going to be teaching. And each speaker also has an actionable step for you in this episode, something that you can do and change today that can help you in your design business, your freelance business, um, your day job, your side hustle, whatever you got. So first up is Melanie Lee. She is the founder of My Billy Designs and creator of Powerhouse Web Design. Her summit talk for the Simply Profitable Design Summit is called How to Make Getting Clients as Easy and Natural as Breathing. And Melanie is the uh, like the perfect person to talk about this because our conversation is great. It's so easy to talk to her and we get into some hilarious stuff right at the end there. So let's cue up the old quickie podcast music and here we go. Welcome to the Quickie Podcast, the daily interview show where we talk to graphic designers about their journey to the creative field. And we do it in 30 minutes or less. So, are you ready for a Quickie? Good morning, Melanie. Welcome to the Quickie Podcast. Hey, Dave. How are you? I am doing swell. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So excited to be here. Happy days. Well, I always start with a really, really tough question first, and I'm going to put you on the spot with it. Um, right. Tell the listeners about yourself. 
Yes. So I, um, my name's Melanie. I run a freelance design business that kind of morphed into this coaching business for freelance designers. Um, some important things about me are I'm completely self-taught. I'm a college dropout. I had no experience starting my business. And I say all of that because it's like, dude, if I can do it, I know that you can. <laughs> and that message feels really important to share because I see a lot of people kind of limiting themselves with like, this is where I'm from. This is where I'm starting. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I'm here to knock down all of those beliefs and saying, you know what? It doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. So another important thing is I kind of started as this freelance designer. It happened by accident. I was doing, um, blogging and just eventually had people, um, who saw my blog. I was kind of designing for myself. They wanted me to design their blogs that morphed into um, this whole business. And I have just become obsessed with being a business owner. And I think freelance designers are the perfect business owners because, you know, what's going to help you get ahead? Creative problem solving. Like that's just what you're constantly having to do in business is just creative problem solving. And we're innately good at doing that. So I think designers are the best business owners. We've got style, we got taste. So yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with that and love telling everybody about it and just being a cheerleader for like, keep going. You got this. It's our, it's like all in your head. Well, that's <laughs> you know? so amazing. I love how you just like threw down in the beginning there, you know, college dropout, you know, yes. <laughs> all of this stuff. It's like, yes, absolutely. It doesn't really matter your background. You can still get into it. You can still do it. You can still learn it. Right. Everybody yeah, has the same amount of hours a day. What are you putting it toward? Yes. And I'm also a complete weirdo too. Like, let's just get real about that too. I'm like that. not a normal business person <laughs> or a normal person person. <laughs> a normal person person. Yeah. <laughs> like embrace that stuff, y'all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be you and just be comfortable with it, right? Yes. Happy days. So Melanie, tell me how you got connected with the Simply Profitable Design Summit. Um, that is an excellent question. I know Krista who founded the summit. We have kind of been in contact, I don't know, for a few years and just have been kind of following along with each other's businesses. You know, her business is, it exists to help website designers hand off parts of, you know, the design process mm -hmm. or the development process so that they can, you know, focus on their creativity. And I think she and I maybe got connected that way got a it. few years ago. Um, I was like, will you help me with the project? <laughs> she was like, yep, I'm here for you. <laughs> That's awesome. So then this year around, she just said, hey, get on in here and drop some knowledge. <laughs> yeah. She was like, get on in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. This sounds amazing. Um, I mean, this summit was at the top of my bucket list for like cool places to be because designers need to know about this. And, and yeah. A hundred percent. Like mm -hmm. the more I see, you know, 30 plus speakers and the wide variety of the things that they're talking about from, you know, beginner intro stuff all the way to like advanced, like premium client, big dollar stuff. Like, holy, mm -hmm. that's yes. loaded. And there's something for every designer. Yes. And I love how she's got it organized that way. Like, okay, if you're a beginner, like these are what you need to focus on. Don't try to get, you know, into this more advanced stuff. Um, because I feel like that can be a real problem for people who are starting out as like, oh my God, I have to do all of these things. And yeah, she's done a really, really good job of making sure it's not overwhelming. Like do not try to go to all these trainings. Uh, focus on what's going to help you right now with where you're at and getting to that next level. A hundred percent. 
Yeah, Mm -hmm. 100%. I couldn't agree more. So Melanie, tell me a little bit about your talk. What are you here to teach with to the designers? What do you bring to the table? Yes. So we are going to be talking about a really nerdy subject. It's cell systems. But my angle on this is I want to make it as easy and natural as breathing. When I first started my business, like I said, completely self-taught, college dropout. What do I know about business? (laughs) And what I found is if we can focus on, you know, being humans, connecting to other human beings online, stuff becomes so much easier, especially cells. So that's what I want to talk about in my training. I want it to be um, as, like I said, natural and easy as breathing. We don't have to think about breathing. We just have to make sure we're not holding our breaths. Yes. And then our body will do the work for us in most situations. Um, You know, like I'm an anxious person. Sometimes I have to focus a lot on breathing. (laughs) But for the most part, we just don't have to hold our breaths and our body's going to do the work. And that's what I want people to have in their businesses. The system where you set it up, you're not having to think about it. You just have to not hold your breath. And you're going to, you know, get those clients that you want and book out. Um, so I break that down in, in the training. Like, here's the system. Here's how we can set it up very, very simply. And then here, here's what it means to not hold our breath. And what does that look like? And how can we do it easily? So, awesome. dude, I'm so excited about this training. It's brand new. It's really, really awesome. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> So with that, like part of my career before getting into podcasting and things like that was, was print sales. Like that's where my passion mm-hmm. for printing and my understanding of printing come through. I got 15 years, more than 15 years in, in print and print sales. Mm-hmm. So the whole sales aspect of it, the easiest sales I've had, no matter the dollar value, were all situations where relationship was pre-established. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So, and, and there were things that I could align with with that person. There were things we could talk about. In my case, for most of them, it was kids. Didn't matter if it was you know the dad, or the mm-hmm. mom. You know, they're in their jobs, but also they have kids at school that they had to try and wrestle out of bed to get to school in the morning, or they mm-hmm. had to work from home because their kid was sick. Like we like could connect and relate on those, and those are some of the easiest sales I've made. Yes. And it probably took as little as going, hmm, tell me about yourself and just seeing, you know, like, oh, my gosh, kids are important to this person (laughs) and and asking them about it, talking to them about it, like just taking that time to be like, I see you like you have more going on in your life than just whatever it is that we're talking about here. And that that's just connecting with someone and that's helping build trust. It's helping someone feel seen, heard and understood. Yes. I mean, I feel like, I feel like designers could actually just be therapists with you know, <laughs> design skills. <laughs> totally. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. So Melanie, is there one sort of question, one tip, one takeaway, one something, one piece of you know actionable advice that people could listeners here could jump on right now and take advantage of while waiting for your talk on your date? Um, yes. So something that I'm actually going to work through at the very beginning of my training is mm-hmm. how to release the overwhelm we feel in general mm-hmm. so that we can focus on the cell system. So I think that could be really good to talk about here too, is like, okay, maybe you want to set up the cell system, but it's very real to just have your brain already be saturated with stuff. You know, we're creatives, we are idea people. Um, 
you know, our problem isn't coming up with ideas and we're pretty much all like geniuses working behind our computers. You know, we come up with good ideas too. So it's like, how can we, how can we organize those thoughts and create extra space so that we can bring more focus to our business? So what I would recommend is before you even go to your first training at this summit, brain dump everything that feels important in your mind and, you know, whether it's personal stuff, whether it's business stuff, and then kind of categorize everything, you know, like what is more business development, what's more personal development, what's like the day-to-day stuff, what's the client work, make sense of it, put it into little buckets, and then prioritize within those and kind of give yourself this action plan so that, because I think what, like I said, our, our problem isn't coming up with the ideas, it's actually prioritizing them. So get it out of that little head of yours, put it on some paper, and, and try to prioritize and make sense of what's in your head so that you can create that action list and that priority list. 100%. That's great advice. That is something I am long overdue to do myself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have to do it down. pretty much daily because <laughs> yeah, yeah my, my head's a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> my head's a weird place. I love it. Yep. <laughs> Melanie, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing about your talk and you know dropping that the, the best piece of advice you can give before you start diving into all of these lessons and all of these teachings. Get a brain dump, clear, clear some space. Yeah, well, thank you, Dave, so much. I appreciate it. No problem. So tell me last where people can find you website, Instagram, like where can people find out more about you? Yeah. Um, so my website is mybillydesigns.com. Billy is B-I-L-L-I-E. And then I'm on Instagram at mybillydesigns. Perfect. That's awesome. And I'm always looking for some more friends. I can't tell you how many times I'm like, come hit me up. Tell me what's going on. (laughs) So true. Even like send me a message like, what did you have for breakfast? Like just got a curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me something random. I will respond to it. I promise. Yeah. So Melanie, what did you have for breakfast? Um, I had the most boring breakfast ever, but I love boring food. I just had toast with butter. (laughs) Okay. No, that can be like a real gem because if it's cinnamon raisin toast – like, mm-hmm. You don't need any of those. You don't want anything else. There's a bread that we get from this local bakery here that does like spr- sprouted grain stuff. Um, uh-huh. So good. They're Silver Hills. They're available everywhere. Um, yeah. Holy, just their bread with just butter. Yeah. Not even regular butter, vegan butter, vegan mm-hmm. margarine. Oh. Just taking right. it there. Um. Oh. Okay. I've got something weird for you with cinnamon raisin bread. My boyfriend's mom loves tuna fish sandwiches on cinnamon raisin bread. <laughs> We're getting really weird. Okay, <laughs> I don't even do tuna sandwiches, and you just tossed in the raisin. If you dare, try it. She swears by it. Okay, so if anybody listening to this is a fan of tuna sandwiches, go get some cinnamon raisin bread, redo your tuna sandwich on that, and report back. I want to know yeah. if this is a level up or just a weird thing. Yeah, I actually do too. We need we need some feedback on that. Yeah, and I don't I do not do the tuna sandwiches, so I need somebody else to advise. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> awesome. Melanie, thank you so much for being on the Quickie Podcast and sharing. Um, man, listeners, go definitely check out Melanie's talk at this summit. You guys can get free tickets to this thing. It's ridiculous. Yes. Free tickets. And there's a free Facebook group too, so we can keep talking about it. You get support as you're kind of implementing everything and like, hey, what the heck? What are y'all doing? You know, yeah. other designers kind of going through it with you. So it's, yeah, yeah. just the free ticket. What the heck? <laughs> I feel like we should come up with some sort of 
reward or something for the first person to just put a random picture of a tuna sandwich with cinnamon raisin toast <laughs> in the Facebook group. No comment, just yeah, the random photo. Just the photo. <laughs> don't say anything. I'm so glad you said that because I'm always trying to create inside jokes with people. Yeah. That's what I want. So I want. We'll just have like a hundred people post pictures of uh, tuna melts on like cinnamon. That would be awesome. Krista's gonna go. What is happening? That's what not in the summit Facebook group. That's not in the old summit um, your instruction manual. What happens yeah. when all of your Facebook group starts posting tuna melt pictures? This is gonna be the year where they're like, remember when everybody just posted pictures of tuna fish sandwiches? <laughs> That's so good. Never really getting asked to happens. come back again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might ruin our next year invite, but hey, it'll be funny and worth it. <laughs> awesome. Melanie, I'm going to let you back to your day. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Dave. Have a good one. Bye. All right, everybody, that was Melanie from My Billy Designs. You can hear more from her at the Simply Profitable Design Summit. To get your free ticket to hear what Melanie has to say in her talk, head over to summit.davetalksprint.com and get your free ticket there. You can also find out more about Melanie at mybillydesigns.com. That's my Billy B I L L I E designs.com. And you can also find her on Instagram at mybillydesigns. Now, moving on here, next up is Alex. Alex is the routine creative. That is his design business, but he also runs a membership community called the Brand Mentor Community, where he trains designers about branding and how to get going and avoid some of the mistakes and pitfalls that he himself went through and had to make. His talk at the summit is called Stop Living Client to Client. So let's get to my interview with Alex. Alex, welcome to the Quickie Podcast. How are you? I am great, Dave. How are you? I'm doing terrific. What's going on in Dallas, Texas today? Oh, it is Friday, uh, and it's uh, sunny for once. No, no rain going on over here, which is nice. It sounds like something uh, I should be saying from Vancouver. Like, <laughs> I know you'd think it's Texas it's sunny all the time, which is true. When it's sunny, it's extra hot. Um, but it's just been it's been dreary. So I'm glad we finally have a sunny day for once. Nice. It lifts everything up. It feels good, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I require sun in my life. <laughs> exactly. Alex, I'm a tropical person. I need that sunshine. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It affects my mood for sure. So <laughs> Awesome. So um, you and I are both part of the Simply Profitable Design Summit, and I wanted to have you on the show today to tell a little bit about what you're talking about and what you're going to teach as part of the summit. But before I dive into that, I want to know Alex. I want to know how you got to where you are, Alex, and, and what you got going on. Tell us about yourself. Cool. Yeah, that's uh, definitely a hard question. I'll try and keep it as short as possible. Uh, basically, uh, my name is Alex Cottles. I run a studio called The Routine Creative that I've been running full-time since 2016. Nice. Uh, before that, I basically started freelancing uh, right out of college in 2013. Uh, I was trying to find my way, uh, That you know, and I finally found my path in The Routine Creative and starting my own studio. I've had to learn lessons the hard way i've had no one to guide me i've kind of it's been trial by fire thank god i live in the age of the internet and uh <laughs> education you know through other people but uh there's been a lot of patching things together on my journey um 
but yeah, I did go to college. I got my associate's degree. I stopped after the, the two years there um, just because I realized I could start doing it on my own. So that's yeah. what I did. Um, beyond that, I uh, just started a mentorship and membership program called Brand Mentor, where I've been giving back to other designers to try and get them to a point where they are working full time, making good money, you know, uh, taking advantage of uh, running your own life and your own schedule and designing your business the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I can fast track as many designers from the point I was when I came out of college and had no clue what I was doing to the point where I am now where I'm running a successful full-time design business, that that's my goal. So it's been cool. Uh, and it's uh, there's much more, of course, details that I won't get into, but that's basically yeah. to sum up my journey where I'm at. You know what? I love how you came out of school. You started the studio thing. You took all of the gut punches. You learned some lessons and now you're really like sharing with the rest of the design community, younger designers, um, saying that here's all of the points where I got punched in the gut. Let's uh, guide you to not get punched in the gut in those specific areas. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Learn, learn from my mistakes not by doing. <laughs> oh, totally, man. That's great. I, it's amazing that you're teaching that you're mentoring them and you know, really helping build that community around, you know, uh, what's the term rising tide lifts the ships. I yes. Yes. And I, I'm a firm believer in, in that for sure. So that it's just really rewarding and it's really fun and I'm excited to be a part of it. And it's like, it's weird because we all experience that imposter syndrome thing of like, mm-hmm. who am I to teach? Who am I to coach people? But at the end of the day, it's like, I have a learned a hell of a lot and I do have things to say. And the more I get into it, the more I realize how much coaching I have to do, yeah. uh, like how much I really have to say and teach these people and mm-hmm. how much they have to learn. Um, so it's been really cool. And also to say that I'm not, uh, I don't look at it as like, you know, I'm the end all be all. I'm also still designing. I'm still running my business and we're all kind of growing together, which is cool. Awesome. You know, the other thing that I hear quite a bit is um, those who can't do teach and I hate it. I can't stand it. It's those who have done those who did teach because they did it. Right. Life experience, a business experience, uh, the word experience, you know, it's like, yeah, exactly. that matters. Just the word, <laughs> just the word matters. <laughs> exactly. So, so how, Alex, how did you come to be a part of the Simply Profitable Design Summit? How did that all come about? Well, I've been kind of uh, following Krista, who's running the summit, and she's been following me for a while. Um, yeah, and we just, we finally connected. I think it's one of those weird things where I've kind of always just been that designer that even though I've seen success, running my studio and the design work has spoken for itself and I've had referrals come my way, all these beautiful things. Uh, I've been just kind of hiding in my own little corner, you know, not showing my face on the internet, not uh, being the personality of my business. Mm -hmm. Um, But ever since I've, you know, I'd say the last year or so, I've kind of just got over that and decided to push past that fear um, and just to start putting myself out there more. And since doing that, opportunities like uh, this podcast I'm on right now and uh, the summit that I will be a part of uh, start to present themselves just because you're actively, you know, putting yourself out there and trying to, to give back in a way. So um, yeah, that's how it came about. Once I started doing that, people were like, Oh, I want you to, I want you to, you know, speak here or teach here. So Mm -hmm. it's been, it's been cool. That's awesome. So now I want to get into your talk, Alex, what are you teaching at the summit? What are you bringing to it? Tell me about that. So basically, my uh, little talk or workshop is going to be all about how to stop living from client to client. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how you know the the old verbiage of 
living paycheck to paycheck, you know, the artist's life of feast or famine, all of these things that uh, we experience, you know, the good times and the bad in business. And uh, I've had to learn the hard way that, you know, where I've gone through moments of, you know, making really good money, having a lot of projects on my plate, and then realizing, oh, I was so busy and wrapped up in those things that I didn't devote time to uh, marketing my business or growing my business or, <laughs> or finding uh, the next diversifying. One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just like kind of flying blind a little bit. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I'm going to be talking about. Basically, ways to di- not only to diversify. Uh, I'll get into that a little bit, like how to diversify your your income, but also uh, how to make the most of the clients and the projects that you currently have and that are currently on your plate. Um, because I, I want to kind of give people a taste of the best of both of those worlds, just mm-hmm. depending on what fits best for them and suits their business. Mm-hmm. So you just said a key word for me, a taste. Give us a taste of your talk. Give us something. Give us something actionable. What um, What's something that people can take away right now Um, that they can put into their business, put into action and make some changes. And then they'll come to the summit because they want to learn more. They want to hear more. Cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Well, I'll kind of give like a unique one here that I kind of touch on a little bit in the talk, but Mm -hmm. it's not, uh, there's more to to gain by watching the full thing. Um, And that is something I talk about a lot is complimenting your niche. So you hear this word niche a lot and you know, I hear the word niche a lot and as the Cana- yeah. as the canadian i go gentlemen ladies and gentlemen <laughs> it's niche yes yes niche. right <laughs> and i'm guilt i'm guilty of using both i use the word niche because it rhymes with rich and that makes me feel better so. i know that's why that whole thing the riches is in the niches you can't just change a word <laughs> oh well it's it's happened the riches are in the niches <laughs> yeah, that that's cool too. No, I, I I'm guilty of switching back and forth. I don't I don't. It just depends on the day. It's a sunny day, so it's niche today. Beautiful. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I talk about complimenting your niche, and what I mean by that, especially on topic with what I'll be speaking about, which is you know ways to diversify your income and you know stop living client to client. Uh, one thing that a lot of us struggle with as designers, as creative people is uh, just being multi-passionate and trying a lot of different things, maybe trying to spread ourselves too thin or put our eggs in too many baskets. So mm-hmm. I try to to toe the line of explaining to people that it is okay to put your eggs in many baskets as long as they're complementing your niche. And what I mean by that is uh, as long as at the end of the day, the core uh, business model that you've built your business around, which for example, in my business is brand and web design, mm-hmm. anything that I branch out and try or do, uh, to diversify my income needs to speak to that in some way. And also speak to the target market that exists around that particular business model. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's something really useful that people can, uh, keep in mind when they start, especially when you start getting into the idea of like niching down and, you know, what, whether it's you know niching on your service or uh, niching on the actual target market, mm-hmm. um, I just think it's important to keep that in mind to to not get too distracted by the shiny objects and the the many ways you can make money and the many businesses you can start. Uh, just just because you can doesn't mean you should and all that. Oh, for sure, and that legit is a challenge, like daily challenge. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Definitely. Um, that's great, and people. I, I really want listeners to tune in to this talk 
because you are going to really change their businesses and change their focus and hopefully help them refine that focus so that they can get that client retainment rather than just client to client and constantly having to search where the next one is. Um, you know, like the mistake that you said you made going through that. Yes. Yeah. It's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fun. Um, Alex, where can people find more about you? How do we find you on Instagram? Please tell us how to find you. Sure. So you can find me at the routine creative on Instagram, uh, the Uh, if you're interested in, uh, mentorship or the community I'm putting together, that's just brandmentor.co. So those are pretty much the main hubs I have right now. Awesome. Brandmentor.co. Yes, sir. Alex, thank you so much for joining me on the Quickie Podcast and sharing something about your talk today. And um, I'm excited to get into this summit to teach to all of these creatives and, man, just see them grow out there and hit some wins, hit some home runs. Likewise, thank you for having me. And I'm you know excited to see your talk as well. Like I love that you're chatting about print and that's always fascinating to us designers. So uh, thanks for thanks for doing the summit and also thanks for having me. Oh, I appreciate that, man. I'm all about that tangible world, that print. Let's get things in our hands, right? Heck yes. <laughs> all right, everybody. That was Alex Kotals from The Routine Creative. You can uh, hear more from Alex at the Simply Profitable Design Summit. Go get your free ticket right now. Summit.davetalksprint.com. Again, that is summit.davetalksprint.com. Now, if you want to go find out a little bit more about Alex, you can find him at theroutinecreative.com. You can also find out more about his membership community at brandmentor.co. Now, next up, we have Brandy. Brandy is the owner and chief alchemist at Alchemy and AIM, which is a design and creative agency. Her talk for the Design Summit is called Building and Running an Agency. Set yourself up for success. And Brandy definitely knows what she's talking about. So let's get to it. Good morning, Brandy. Welcome to the Quickie Podcast. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me here, Dave. Happy to have you here. Um, I want to learn a little bit more about you. So let's start with a really tough question first. Tell me about yourself. Okay. So I am Chief Alchemist at Alchemy and AIM. This Mm -hmm. is a company that I started seven years ago. Originally, just I was a freelance developer looking to kind of work with clients and designers and an number of different ways. And I have since grown that into, I guess you would call it an agency. Nice. Um, so we have a, a team of about 14 people currently doing various um, tasks and supporting clients that way. Wow. Okay. So tell me a little bit about, a little bit off topic, but tell me a little bit about yeah. your first hire. My very first hire was an in-house project manager. Yeah. Um, just to take some of the basic things off of my plate. And that came about two years roughly into the business. Okay. Um, I had been even contemplating giving up the business because I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. And I was very fortunate to have a business coach who was like, no, you just need to hire someone to actually help you. You <laughs> don't have to do it all yourself. You can have someone else prep the contract for you. Yeah. Um, totally new concept to me uh, as I never had ever hired anyone before. I'd been in positions working in companies. Yeah. Um, so that was that was the first the first one that kind of came off my hands was like, I didn't have to put contracts by myself anymore. <laughs> and were you super excited or really freaked out by doing that? 
I was excited. It, it's a little overwhelming too, because you don't always have all of the tools to know right. how to hire well when you're first starting out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just about getting some things off your plate. So then you can start to get the tools of like, what do you need in the company? Who else do you need to hire? And um, how do you delegate properly since um, surely it's very unlikely the person you're hiring cannot read your mind. Yeah, definitely. I guess one of my biggest fears when I think about hiring is I'm going to hire somebody and yes, some of my tasks will be removed. They will be able to do those tasks. But what if they start doing those tasks and we get in a rhythm and then I go, oh, I really don't like this person. Yeah. I guess that happens and that's part of it. <laughs> that can happen. It's actually, I've never... I've never had a problem with disliking anyone who's been on the team. I kind of have a very slow hiring process. It's even, it's actually slower now than it was when I originally started out. Mm -hmm. So we really take the time, not just for me to get to know a new team member, a new potential team member, but actually for the rest of my team to get to know them as well. Yes. So um, we've vetted them out very, very thoroughly. And we've had several people go, yes, they were fantastic before we really bring anyone on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I want to hear a little bit now about how you got involved with the Simply Profitable Design Summit. How did that cross your plate? How did that come about? Yeah, Krista reached out to me because she was. She said there are a lot of people who are very um, interested. It's obviously something that happens as you start to grow your business. You start to think about scale and whether you mm -hmm. want to run an agency. And not everyone knows exactly what that means. It's it's one of those things that I think is really attractive and shiny and um, looks really, really good pretty. from the outside. Oh, it sounds really, really pretty. Um, but there's a, you know, there's kind of a reality to it as well. And I really wanted to be able to share with people what the biggest lessons I learned were. Um, mm. So that, you know, the question I think that really it comes down to is, do you want an agency or do you want a team? Do you just need to have like one or two other team members to help support you and take things off your plate. I think every entrepreneur needs that, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a bookkeeper and a virtual assistant or something, even maybe a junior designer. Mm -hmm. um, but an agency is, is a different, is a different sort of very exciting beast um, that, you know, I think some people are ready to tackle and others need to, you know, just stay small. There's nothing wrong with staying small. We think bigger is better. It's not always. No, exactly. It changes your lifestyle. You know, if you yeah. go from making $500,000 a year to a million dollars a year, but you are way happier at $500,000 a year, go back to that. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. happiness. So yeah, what, and and I think people forget too, when they're, when you scale like that, making more money does not mean that you are paying yourself more money necessarily. Totally. You're likely hiring more team and that's why there's additional income coming in. So there's a lot of, there's a lot to be really kind of thought about as you're trying to decide what you want to do with your business as you scale it. Definitely. So what is your summit talk called? My summit talk is called, oh dear God, I don't even know where the title is. This is amazing. Um, Every single person I've asked this question to, they go, ah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have to go look it up somewhere. Um, but the, the summit talk, let's see. Um, I'm not going to find it right away. It's really just all about, agency versus team and scaling. I mean, um, that's, that's what it comes down to. So. so what is the, you know, what's the quick differentiator between agency and just team? Yes. So uh, the best differentiator that I have is that when you start to run an agency, you begin to bring people on your team that do things you can't do. Okay. That's really what it comes down to. So 
for example, I, I don't do SEO. I do have a, a collaborator who does SEO. So I pull her into projects. Um, it would be, you know, I, I'm putting myself on the line when I'm pulling her into projects. Mm -hmm. Um, but we also have team members on this team who, who do things that, I mean, there's some coding happening. Let me tell you that I, I couldn't do myself Yeah, and it's why I have a team. It, it allows more to happen, but I'm also on the line in a new and different way that if that team member, let's say left, I would, I, I couldn't just pick up the slack. Totally. So I think that's the biggest thing. Like if, you, if you're running a small team, if your junior de designer leaves or your junior dev leaves, um, you know, you could always pick up the slack. But with an agency, it now becomes more critical for you to make sure that you have skills mm -hmm. that you don't have on the team and that you also have redundancy in those yes. skills on the team as well. So would you say then that the, one of the quickest ways to sort of look and analyze it is, or is it safe to say that with a team, you have helpers? With an agency, you have like key roles that if somebody falls out, oh crap! What do we? Yes, got it. That that would that would be pretty accurate. There's there's more at stake all of a sudden if someone is unavailable or um, leaves for whatever reason. Got it. Yeah, and it's a it's a struggle to to find someone to to fill those roles too when that happens. Oh, I can imagine because it's it's literally called a hiring process because it is yeah. a process. It's not it unlikely is. to have people sort of in the in the chamber ready to go. That would be always lovely if it did, but no, unfortunately, <laughs> it takes a little exist. time to find the right people. Yeah. And that's that's all about culture, making sure that you've got the right culture fit. That is such a keyword, hundred percent culture. Yeah. You know, having having a place that people want to come to work. That's yes. that is a huge asset in your court. Yeah. So what else can, what are people going to learn or get out of coming and attending your summit talk? So I think the other really big piece that I really drive home, um, and that's really important to me and, and how I create is creating an alignment. Mm. So that means when I'm creating for my business, I'm remembering to create an alignment with who I am and what success looks like for me. A lot of people don't ask themselves that question of what does success really look like for me? And as a result, they scale and hire, you know, 10 people and suddenly discover they don't have the lifestyle they want. So mm -hmm. creation and alignment. And I think, you know, as much as we can, as, as critical as it is for us to do that for ourselves, it's also important for us to do that for our clients as well. It's yes. helping them create in alignment with what they, you know, what they understand that they want to be, you know, successful because we can, um, we can very easily, you know, especially on social media, start to see what other people are doing and think that we have to do it that way mm -hmm. when really that's not truly what we want. You know, we maybe want all the, the spotlight and flash and glitter and sparkle, but at the end of the day, we may not be fulfilled by that. So mm -hmm. for me, it's all about defining success and creating an alignment with who you are, what you have to give to the world, your skills. And also for me too, what's really a lot of fun for me is that I not only get to create an alignment with who I am and what success looks like for me, mm -hmm. I get to do that with my team members as well. Yeah, you get so to I, that. I, yeah, I, I make sure to stay really connected to them about um, what they want their lives to look like, and and also you know the different seasons of our lives. So you know some of our team members have small children; they're going to need to be much more available for them than they would be later in life. Yep. Um, you know when the kids are a little bit older. 
and things like that. So we, we really make sure that their schedules are as flexible as they can be and that when they need time off to take a child to the doctor or be with their child in the hospital, mm-hmm. that there is there are the systems that are built into the company to allow for that. Definitely. No, that makes complete sense. So if there was one tip or one question that you would want somebody to who's listening to this and is on that fence, like, you know, I need a little bit of help. Do I go agency? Do I go just build a little team to support me? Like, like what is the one question they should be asking themselves? What is the one thing that you would recommend? It really, it really comes down to what's a success. How do I define success for myself? What do I want my life to look like? Mm -hmm. Um, And how do I want to help people? I think that's the other key too, because I, you know, I've talked with a lot of, you know, my friends who are in similar, you know, situations as me, like a lot of designers and, um, you know, I've reminded them that as I have scaled the company, I develop less and less. Mm-hmm. So it's always a question. Do you want to design less than you do now? Mm-hmm. That's not for everyone. Some people really want to stay hands on. So it's really crucial to think about like, what, what do I want my days and my weeks and my months to look like? How Mm -hmm. active and involved do I want to be? And then to start, you know, I think it's, you can always like start small, you know, you can always hire one person or two people and, and find what feels right over time. You, you know, if you grow to six people and you don't like the way that feels, don't be afraid to pull back and scale that down a little bit. Um, people, like I said, you know, there's this idea that bigger is better and that you somehow you've quote unquote failed if you grow and then you decide to, you know, kind of shrink down a little bit, but Mm -hmm. that's not, that's sometimes just taking the opportunity to realign and make sure that, you know, you are creating what is going to work best for you long-term and make you happiest. I love that. So what does success look like to you? Define that first and that should show you which path to take. Yeah. That's awesome. Brandy, thank you so much for sharing what you have to share and you're telling us the differences between teams and agencies, because that's something I had no idea about. Didn't even consider. I kind of lumped them into the same just with a different label, but there's distinct differences. Um, So I definitely want to urge the listeners to go check out your talk. If they're sitting on that fence of, I need to grow, I need to do something and and talk to you about the why defining that. That, That's, that's everything. That's, that's really what allows you to make sure that, this endeavor that you're embarking upon is, is going to really fulfill you in the way that you, that we all wanted to, like, that's why we're doing this stuff. Awesome. Well, Brandy, to wrap up here, where can people find you? Where's what's the Instagram? What's the website? Um, tell us where we can find you. So the website is alchemyandaim.com. That's, uh, our, our main agency website. And then certainly Instagram is actually alchemyandaim.com as well. And you can also find me Brandy Bernoski on Instagram. Awesome. That's great. Brandy, thank you so much for your time. I'm going to let you run and let you back to your day here. Okay. Thank you. Great being here. Thanks, Dave. All right. All right, everybody. That is the last little clip of this bonus episode. Now, if this hasn't convinced you to go get your free ticket to the Simply Profitable Design Summit, then I don't know. You're going to miss out. You're going to miss out. First off, if you want to learn more about Brandy and Alchemy and AIM, you can find her on Instagram at Alchemy and AIM. You can also find her online, alchemyandaim.com. Whew. It's going to be good. This summit is going to be good. No risk of this event being canceled. It's all online. Show up in your pajamas. 30 plus 
other experts talking all things design, creative, creative business, client stuff, training stuff about like actionable steps and things you can do to improve your design business, your design job, all of it. So again, get your free ticket, summit.davetalksprint.com. That is summit.davetalksprint.com. Cannot wait to see you in there. Catch you later.